Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. It's Simon and Laura here. It's episode 48 of Husband and Wife, Sentence to Life. This will be... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You normally wait till halfway through before you start coughing and sneezing. This will be the last podcast I think we'll record on English soil. Yeah. Because... uh, we have to be at the cottage to get to the airport on time and drop the hire car off. We have to leave tomorrow morning by no later than eight. So I won't have time to get up, do the recording and upload it and everything. So we're going to record it tonight. We're just back at the cottage and we'll run through everything that's gone on. Uh, first thing we should mention, though, is we would have started recording five minutes ago. <laughs> but these microphones that we record with are the Rode Wireless Go To microphones. And I paid extra for for these little really powerful magnets that stick them to your T-shirt. You might have seen them in some of the pictures I've posted. So we sat outside, a cup of tea for me, gin and tonic for Laura, standard. (laughs) One last sit in the garden. It's uh, 19 degrees. It's a mixed sky. It looks like one of them old Renaissance paintings, doesn't it? You know, the yellow and grey clouds, there's some blue skies. It's beautiful, actually. It is. It's a little bit windy. I'm a little bit chilly. So I fasten my mic on and sit down. I'll wait for you to approach. Better late than never. You come to fasten yours on. Where's my microphone? Where's my magnet? Magnet, sorry. So the magnet fits on the back of the little square microphone. Again, very powerful magnet. Difficult to lose. (laughs) 
And I said, well, what did you have on this morning? It must have fell inside your clothes. No, no, because I had these clothes that I've got on now. Yeah. There's a well next to us with a metal grate on. And I said, well, it's not fell down the well because it stick, it'd stick to the grate. So we've had a look around. I've secretly been cursing you under my breath. I know, I can tell. And then you walked back out and you went, hold on, hold on, like that. Well, I normally feel if it goes down, you know, like through my, through my top into my pants, I can normally feel that. Yeah. So I thought I'd just some, have... Some would say she can't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but, uh... I, had a, I had a little look down my top and there it was, sat... Right on the right nipple. <laughs> Just balance on the nipple there. Yeah. I mean, it's chilly, so... Well, the, the magnet's nice and warm now, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, you know what, because it's been such an emotional day, I just thought, oh, I'll just buy another only about 100 dirhams. But now we're outside, now we're recording. And today really has been the day. And as we said this morning on this morning's podcast, felt rubbish. It's been a really difficult week. So we had to go and do our fit to fly PCR test this morning at Cabot Circus. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's in the car park next to the mall, next to the vomit-inducing Bendy Bridge. So we got there at just after nine o'clock this morning. It was pretty smooth, I've got to say. We were first in queue. The man went a bit deeper down my throat than... Uh, he, he did go deep. ...than normal, but yeah. it's Bristol. You've got to expect men to go deeper down your throat than <laughs> usual. You did the... <laughs> Me and Betsy were chuckling. A couple of times. Anyway, yeah, I just didn't, I didn't prepare myself for it. You don't know what it feels like. Now... As we're having it done, and you're normally great with the timings, because we're flying tomorrow at two o'clock. And he said, yeah, your test results will be here tomorrow by 10 o'clock in the evening. And I'm like, yeah, thanks, mate, thanks, mate. Wow, me window up all around you, Owen. Have, have we got this wrong? Because <laughs> you're normally bang on with these things. I think we should have had it a day earlier, right? Yeah. Later on in the day, but a day earlier. So. Yeah. Not to add any more stress to what's been a bloody stressful day. Hopefully these, every time we've had one of these done, because we're always first in the morning, first in the queue, we've normally got the results by the evening of. Yeah. At the latest the next morning. So fingers crossed, but I'm not going to worry about it. I just realised it's Sunday though. What does that mean? Well, we've just tried to get to Asda and it's shut at four. Yeah. Yeah, but well, who knows? Who knows? I'm not going to worry about it anyway. So we had this PCR test. Um... I don't know what's happened to me in England, but I need a wee. I don't know how I've got through these podcasts without waiting myself, because I'm needing a wee every three minutes since I got to England. Yeah. Whereas the temperature... I think it is a mixture of the temperature, and we're probably stopping for more yeah. coffees. and. We walked from Cabot Circus to Leo's Digs, which are at Nelson Street, I think it's called. And it was a beautiful walk as we walked past vomiting drug addicts, as, as we walk past oh. people, this is half past nine in the morning. I struggle with people vomiting. I can just about handle plop plops. <laughs> Lovely to see. <laughs> but when I hear someone going, yeah. oh, it makes me. So there's a guy kind of walking along. What he was doing is he was zigzagging in front of us and vomiting. Oh, splat, spot you to heard spot. the splats. Yeah. And then we see a couple on a park bench. I'd say they were younger than us. Our half nine in the morning with the 
the big bottles of Stella. The ones that look... Like a two-pint two bottle. Two-pint bottle of Stella. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I mean, I don't drink anymore. And I don't miss it in the slightest. But even when I did drink, the thought of drinking a massive bottle of Stella at half nine in the morning. Yeah. It's horrible to see. Yeah, it, it was interesting because obviously the, the town part was quiet at that point. Yeah, and so, it's Sunday. So yeah, you, you do get to see some of the less fortunate. Yeah, and look, I do feel sorry for these people. I feel sorry for you when you're drinking, which yeah. you're doing now. But it wasn't the prettiest. Uh, we walked through town and we met up with Leo. Now, as you will have heard on the previous podcast, last night at bedtime when we were feeling really low, really down in the dumps, really emotional, he decides to text Laura and said, by the way, I'm bleaching my hair. <laughs> so we call him from outside his digs and we stand and wait. Now, I was filming this so you can see it on my Insta stories, at Catboy92. Out he comes. Yeah, I mean, he's got Krusty the Clown hair at the best of times. He's done a dodgy home bleach job. The girls he lived with have done it. Yeah, but your, see, yours went that colour to start with when you did I it. Know, but... He's got a lot of hair. It's not just that they've missed so much at the back. I wonder if they were drunk when they were doing it. No, he said, he said they weren't drinking last night. I, do you know what? I actually quite like it. Like, not... I said to him, once, he once does... it's done properly. Yeah. And... Another thing you'll see on my stories, uh, he holds something up in front of the camera. He's got black nail varnish on now. I mean, he's he's going the full hog, isn't he? He's going the full. He's literally just got there this weekend. He's not discovering who he is. He's gone right. I'm here, new me. This is what I'm doing. You know what I liked today? Wore one of my t-shirts all day, <laughs> didn't he? He had my t-shirt on. So if he. <laughs> His idea of cool is dressing like me. Yeah. From 2015. <laughs> Last time that shirt fit me. It's funny because I said to him, I tried to bleach your hair all through lockdown. Mm. And I said, but you wouldn't let me. But I said, is that because I was telling you to bleach your yeah. hair? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he went, yep. Well, I almost thought, should we have been less supportive of his choice to bleach his hair? Because we never, he never really has anything to rebel with us. I mean, you drink more than he does. I'm wilder than he'll ever be. You know, he, it's difficult for him to find something. I paint me, I let Betsy paint me nails all the time, you know, and I'm a 50 year old man. So I don't know what it's gonna take for him to do something that's rebellious enough for me and you not to just go, oh, nice one. Cause as you said, when he said he wanted to pierce his ear and get a tattoo, we were just like, hey, look, here's a tattoo parlor. Let's get it done. Yeah. Do we need to stop being mega laid back cool parents and go, oh, Leo, you have been to a drum and bass club. How dare you? <laughs> so he gets to feel cool about it. I don't know. <laughs> it's don't weird know. though, isn't it? Because we just accept most things. But because I think, as we've we've said many times, you know, we're a bit weird and yeah, you know. and we've certainly been there and done that, haven't we? With most things. But yeah, so it. But Betsy Pearl didn't know. Yeah. And she. Had a right old laugh about yeah. it, didn't she? she? She sent a picture straight to Honey. Yep. Look what Leo's done. Now, we went up to his room. Yeah. And he's got his curtains shut. By now it's about 10 o'clock. He's got his curtains shut. And 
he gave us a minute and then he went, so, do you think it's untidy? No, do you think it's tidier than he thought it would be? Oh yeah, do you think it's tidier <laughs> than he thought it would be? Every one of his glasses was out, I don't know if you noticed, but he's got every one of his glasses out already. There's only him in this room. There's about three pairs of boxer shorts on the floor, a couple of pairs of socks, a couple of pairs of trousers. Well, I think he'd made a start with the washing, because he's, well, washing, dirty washing, because one of the IKEA's bags was back out. I went, oh, have you been to IKEA? And he went, no, 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 I just was using one of these from a dirty washing bag. And then he turned around and went, I only saw this this morning. You've put him a laundry bag on front of his wardrobe yep. door. Yeah. He's had to go in that wardrobe to get his clothes out. He's only seen that this morning. It says laundry on it. <laughs> Lads, yeah, honestly. But yeah, it, it wasn't too bad. It was a bit funky. He didn't want us to come in the kitchen. We gave him, because what we've done is emptied our fridges here and gave him all the food. I don't know who's in that kitchen. Well, but no, even but Betsy he prob- tried he to. probably didn't want the others seeing us, you know, like, because mm. they've all done their goodbyes. Mm. So their parents all live, you He's know, got an to get over this. hour or two away. So they've all done that. Their parents have gone. Yeah, so that's the last time we'll see his room anyway, I think. We left it. He came out with us. We walked back through town. He told us of his nightclubbing adventures and things like that, everything he's been up to. And we had a little drive up to Bristol Golf Centre. Yeah. Where... This might seem like a weird thing to do on the last time you're going to see your son when you leave him at university. We did crazy golf. Pirate Bay Adventure Golf. Yeah. And it's got a Starbucks there, so we had a little cup of coffee while we were waiting. And then I bought one of them big Starbucks chocolate gold coins. And I said, this is the prize for whoever wins today. Thinking to myself... It would be you. No. Thinking, as usual, Betsy's going to win, no matter how many time she hits the ball (laughs) and we just present it to her at the end little did i know a couple of holes in someone got the eye of the tiger and i started seeing the gritted teeth and the determination baby i wasn't even trying (laughs) bloody were trying you you're doing the yes fist pump every time i miss one yes no 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 like you were giving it all the oh oh pressure's on pressure's on and then it would just slide in the hole (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I enough about making sweet love by the yeah, fireside. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, I it did, was fun. Well, yeah, me and you. We as, love a, as a usual, competition. Yeah, we were competitive. Yeah. I forgot the kids were there. Yeah. Hey, but, great! I should say, if you want to crazy golf, and let's face it, most crazy golfs aren't that crazy. They're a concrete windmill that you can't get your ball through. Rubbish. There was a name for that in there. These holes. Yeah. This one had uh, what do you call them rafts floating pontoons that you had to climb on and they had a rope pulley system and you had to pull yourself across so fun yeah it was yeah it was well worth it we saw a man almost beat his little daughter to death i mean he was a bit shirty did you see it i heard him say it and i was because he caught my eye and i thought it'll make him more angry if i stare him out she was a very she was a toddler and he snatched the club out of her hand. No, she was he, very little. He whacked it around her legs. Oh, you're joking. And Betsy saw it and I saw it. And Betsy came up to me. She after, was very upset. And she said, why did that man do that to that little girl? Yeah, he was horrible. And I thought there was enough people around that I thought to myself, and I had a golf club in my hand. I had to stop Because he looked since. at me. Yeah. And I think that kind of calmed him. Because I thought, well, if he... 
if he says anything to me, there's enough blokes around who've seen what's gone on, and I would imagine that he's the one who's going to come off worst. And you know, but yeah, it, let's face it. Whatever I'd have done in that situation, he would have then took out on his wife and daughter once he got in his car or got him back home. He was a he was a nasty piece of work. I didn't mean to talk about that, but we have. Uh, so we played the golf. The end result was Leo came fourth. I mean, he probably came third because Betsy Paul was cheating her little teeth out, weren't she? And uh, in the end, she was actually putting the ball in the hole with her hand, <laughs> just picking it up. That, the wind! <laughs> She'd pick it up. That would have gone if it weren't for wind. You and I, well, I was winning the entire time. Well, no, Shh, no, no, no. Let, no, me, no, no. Th- no, let no, me finish no. the sentence. I was winning the entire time until about four holes from the end. Then you overtook me by a couple of points, a no, couple of shots. Till about the ninth hole. No. It, was, it was pretty even. On the ninth hole, I was on par. I was way in front of you. I've got the scorecard. We can read it out. When you say way in front of me, you were too... I think I was more than that. No. But then you overtook me. I had a couple of bad holes. We've all been there again, Bristol. And I had to pull it back right to end. And we ended up drawing level. Well, you said we were drawing level. I still think I probably no. won. So I need to recount the scores. There was a couple of times, Laura, and I want you to be honest here... There's a couple of times when you did one where it rolled back at you and you stopped it with no. your foot. You did that three times. No, don't, you just said couple, now you've gone to three. Right. <laughs> Both times, it was when it did that roll thing and I was stood there and it just was like an automatic reflex where I put my thing out. And no, and I. But, but in proper you, golf, you get banned. Ah, uh, but you had a couple where you moved it in a bit oh hold on a minute there's a difference between when all, all three balls are stuck together so you set them up so no, Betsy no, can no, hit no, hers no. when it went in the crack <laughs> <laughs> right anyway innuendo of golf so we drew uh, there was a, a joint holding of the gold coin before Betsy hit it in the car obviously and then once we got back in the car I started feeling really down because we were getting towards saying goodbye to Leo we tried well we went up to brandon hill park which is where we went the other day you might have saw the pictures and cabot tower it's a very difficult place to find parking nearby but we found some like idiots we parked at the bottom of the hill yeah but do you know what i thought well if i have an heart attack up here at least there's enough people around to get me an ambulance i thought that that's how steep that hill is because i couldn't (laughs) breathe uh the the squirrel whisperer failed she couldn't lure him over oh, today. She she was following it everywhere, but yeah, he... Yeah, you know, like Benny Hill, chasing squirrels yeah. around. Uh, but Leo got to have a look at it. Now, I think by this point, he'd got that thing going on again where I sensed he wanted to move the day along a bit. Well, I think he'd... He'd, he'd said when I said to him, Is, you know, are you okay till whatever time? And he, and he said, yeah, yeah, I've got no plans. And he did seem fine about it. I think by then, because we'd driven around quite a while trying to find a parking space he leo gets really travel sick in cars and he was feeling really gippy by then and so i think yeah he just and you know and like i think he was making plans to do the trail bike ride bike ride yeah for his his pal which is because he starts tomorrow yeah so but he you know we sat on the hill i think you took a well you did take i took a few photos of you guys and I'd started to really feel it by then and I could feel the clock ticking and the countdown in my head. So from there we went to a place called the Cadbury House Pub in Montpellier, which 
is a place in France, but it's also a place in Bristol. And it's through Stokes Croft, which is a really cool street, full of weird and wonderful restaurants, vintage shops, furniture shops. I loved that street. Yeah, kind of what we were looking for. When we went to the old market quarter, yeah. which didn't have as much of it. Uh, it's a street I'm really gutted we've run out of time to go for a walk on yeah. because I loved it. Had it been Saturday, I'd have probably parked up and gone for a walk, but it's Sunday. So then we weaved around these really steep, hilly roads, really narrow, full of cars. And we managed to get a space right outside this pub, which is all painted a greeny-blue colour. Yeah, from the pictures, because we, we were trying to find a pub that did a vegetarian or vegan roast. Yeah. And the trouble is when you look at these sites, they recommend there's so many different ones, but this one had popped up a couple of times, so I said, should we just give this one a go? You looked at the menu, sounded okay, but it, it didn't look very attractive from the outside. But actually... It was a great little pub. It yeah. was a spit and sawdust bar, but it was full of cool clientele, hip, yeah. kind of young clientele. Decent jukebox, because they were playing good music in there. When I'd phoned up to book it, the guy had made out like, you are not going to get in today, it's going to be absolutely packed. We got there. Out of the probably 40 tables in the pub and out the back garden, there were only about six or seven tables taken. Yeah. So we ended up sitting inside and we had vegetarian roasts. We had a thing called, was it a ballantine? Yeah. Ballantine, ballantine, which when you look it up, looks like a chicken roll with the stuffing in the middle. You know when you see chicken yeah. with stuffing going through the middle? Theirs was apricots and something else. Anyway. Apricot and sage, yeah. Which Apricot and sage, yeah. And it, it was like having stuffing wrapped in something crispy yeah and when we went to order when the waitress came to take us order we said oh what is this is this what it is and she said it's better than the nut roast yeah but we didn't want to risk it so we ordered one or each and leo had the ballantine anyway what a fantastic roast yeah and i was thinking because I've largely been disappointed with bristol food because we've been good at wrong places i know there's great food here but we've just not found the right places that meal today was probably one of the best meals we've had here. Yeah, it was really good. The only thing I would say is on a Sunday they don't offer anything other than roast. No, there's and no kids menu, so Betsy didn't have... Well, she's had a cheeky McDonald's, aren't we? Yeah, all? so we had to get her a McDonald's on the way home. But yeah, so that would be the only downside to it. But So no. we had that. And again, we mentioned that Leo can't go to toilet in public toilets. And Leo... Whenever he eats a big meal, whether it be a curry or a roast, he has that instant needs to go to the toilet. Yeah. And as soon as he gets that, he goes a grey colour and he he just can't relax. And I could see that was happening. And then he's like looking at his watch and I'm like, do you want to go? And he said, yeah. So, yeah, we got back in the car, weaved through traffic, weaved back down into the city Pulled up outside, I put my double yellows on, what do you call them, your blinkers, my hazard lights. Pulled off the road there, just outside his building. And we got out and said goodbye to him. And we said bye, and it was... It was very weird. 
Again, I think it's going to be either getting on the plane or I think it's going to be getting back to our house in Dubai when it really hits home. I will be sobbing on that plane, I know. Yeah. I know I will. You've and done all right because it wasn't the... I, di I didn't want to, because I could see as well for him, there were so many students yeah, walking back. and he's got that thing about... He don't get it that everyone's done the same thing. He just wants to not look uncool in front of people. But it is slightly different for him because his parents, like I said, don't live a couple of hours away. But nobody walking past knows that. No, but that's what I'm saying for them. But Well, no, because the woman who we saw, what's the other kid in his flat called? Toby or something, what's his name? Yeah. His mum said she'd been bawling in tears and she lives an hour down the road. So everyone's done it. So nobody's going to... Anyway, it wouldn't have mattered, but, but it was a bit... You know, it was just a quick hug and a quick goodbye. Well, and he looked a little bit crestfallen, I think. I wasn't expecting him to burst into tears. We'd written him a card each. He hugged me tight. Of course he did. You know, and that hug was one of the hardest hugs I've ever done. Yeah. It... You know, I I had to hold Including it. Including by the fireside. Shut up. I had to hold him. Uh, sorry, hold back, crying yeah, at of that course. point because I didn't want to embarrass him. I could see he was welling up, and he didn't want to embarrass himself. And yeah. I think he just wanted. Well, he needed the toilet as well. Yeah. But he, or he just needed to get out of there. That's the last time you need a. Nobody wants a strong squeeze. Yeah. When you know it's like a toothpaste tube, isn't it? Yeah. And you're holding one in. But yeah, it. And then he did message a couple of minutes later and said... It's out. No. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> really sorry, I just, I just didn't want anyone to see me. So he was honest. Yeah. God, I can't wait till he grows out of that. And <laughs> just being free with your emotions is the best way to be. You'd think with somebody his age now, in this age of talking about your mental health issues and talking about sexuality and talking about everything you would think these younger kids but, but i'll tell you is. him and his mates no he is and uh when it was his last day of school last day of sixth form he was one of the ones that was really bawling his eyes out really yeah yeah, yeah. and i mean in fact it was a lot of the boys the boys you wouldn't expect were boiling bawling their eyes out they're all mummy's boys though and i'm not that's not disparaging dubai mums they're all mummy's boys i don't think it's just in dubai well, I, th I, th well, I think I live in Dubai and the, I don't hang around 18-year-old boys. So the ones I see, the ones we talk about, are all real mummies boys. But act around the... This is what I mean is, they're so open about everything else, about all these other modern things that we talk about around our dinner table all the time. I'm surprised that with each other they're not more open. But I think they tough it out. For kids who are quite... I don't want to say soft, but for kids who are gentler kids with each other, the boys don't talk emotions a heck of a lot, do they? And they should, you know, they should. And I'm amazed that not that generation isn't because it's everywhere now, this, isn't it? This being open about your mental state. Anyway, we dropped him, we got back in the car and it was, a, it was a pretty quiet drive. I wanted to talk to you. Obviously I'm concentrating on getting out of the city and getting us back here. You were quiet, you were looking at your phone a bit. You sobbed a little bit in the car, but not much held it together. And we've barely spoken since then. We've literally just come in and switched the mics on, haven't we? Mm-hmm. And... 
and I know you have we've both had lovely messages from people a lot actually and I can't I can't read them properly at the minute no because it's understandable I, I, I can't digest it I, at the minute I'm just so empty and yeah see I don't want to I don't want to cry again on podcast again because I think I've cried too much I, well, you, you know it wouldn't surprise anybody but it's it t- today has been the hardest hmm. you knew it were going to be yeah yeah and it feels weird now because we've come back to this beautiful cottage that we've fallen in love with and it suddenly feels cold because by eight o'clock tomorrow morning we're out here we're doing that thing now we're emptying the fridge we're going to hoover up we're going to tidy it all up and this is the last time we'll sit in this garden and I have loved sitting out here in this garden with you and watching the sunrise and the sun fall and whilst Bristol has not been the best of times for us during this trip yeah I have actually loved being at this little house and having this little base and I'm going to miss it a hell of a lot. I'm one of the... I am mega emotional. Yeah. It's, uh And this is the first time I've spent any amount of time in this area of the country. I've been here. But it will now... I don't know where Honey's going to go to uni. I don't know what Betsy's going to do when her time comes. But I don't forget areas. Yeah. I could come here in 30 years, God willing... And I could drive around this area without needing a map now because it's in my head and I'll remember all the little houses and all the strange trees, you know. And I'm not ready to go back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, look. It's, it's, it's a weird thing that he's going to experience a place that we... I've only just got started to get to know. Um, and it's weird. I think I'm watching you witness this and go through this. Is It's weird how you've gone from being his mum to almost having to ask his permission for things. Can we come up to your room? Can we drop you this off? Can we come at this time? <laughs> no, but you've never had to do that before. And I can see that you've kind of gone inwards a little bit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's a really strange thing to suddenly have to do. All I asked, I hugged him and I told him I was going to miss him and we dropped him off and I just said, please message your mum. You know, I'm like, it would take two seconds to message her on a daily basis to send her a little message. And I told him what you've been like these last few days and I think you said... What, I get back in the car and say, what do you say to him? He looked really shocked. And I told him, you know, I said, she's just been crying loads. Because when he sees you, he's not seeing that. Mm. And that's, you know, fair play to you for not constantly being in floods of tears. But he needs to know, I think. So there we go, guys. Um, we'll do one of these when we get back. And yeah. I, I don't know how often, you know, I don't know if my life or our life is interesting to, enough to carry on doing these on a daily basis when we get back. But we'll try and get back into the habit at least in a couple of weeks. But just keep out from popping up and do keep your messages coming in. And 
thanks to I've had messages from people who've done what we've done today and talked about how difficult it was for them. I've had people who are doing it at the moment. Yeah. I've had messages from people who've got it to come in a year, two years, four years. Yeah. And I've got people who aren't doing it, but are so sympathetic towards what's happened. And I think... I know... We never intended on being here. Uh, sorry, in Dubai when... Oh, we! I thought we'd have been home long before they finished. And I've seen, I've seen people say, "Now I know I need to be." Yeah, people have seen our messages, and seen this, listened to the podcast, and talked about this separation, the thought of going back to Dubai and leaving a child in a foreign country. And he is still. This is something I wanted to say to him today. You know, like not to make him feel bad, but he's going to become an adult, but he is still that child. Then 18 is just a number. He, he will very quickly have a lot of life lessons here over the next couple of months. But at the moment, he is still that child who you've picked up off the floor and who's sick you've cleaned up and who you've had to tell him to pick his pants up. He's still that kid. Yeah. You know, so leaving him is very, very difficult. I just feel really numb. Yeah. I feel numb about leaving him. I feel numb about leaving this cottage. I feel numb about getting an aeroplane tomorrow. I'm looking forward to seeing Honey a lot, but I feel quite numb about getting home. I want to end on a downer, so I want to say thank you to everybody who's been listening. Podcast's obviously going to continue. We're not far away from episode 50 now. And... Uh, yeah, we're recording this the evening before it will be popping up in inboxes. If you've listened this far, it's, it'll be online Monday morning. We'll probably already be in the car. And yeah, thank you, everybody. And it's been the difficultest of trips and occasions to organise. It has at times been absolutely brilliant over here in all the places we've been and absolutely awful at times well when we started this we we were on amber mm. so we've had friends that have had to do it when we were on red yep then we were on amber and we've had to do you know 1500 pounds worth of tests now hopefully things are a lot easier from october the 4th so, you know, that's all changed since we've been here. So hopefully, yeah. like, those kind of bits that have been really stressful for a lot of people will now, that side of it will be easier. But Just yeah. checking my email, still nothing from, <laughs> from the PCR to, for the fit-to-fly test. So we might be doing... If we're doing another podcast tomorrow... <laughs> From Heathrow, Heathrow Airport, Earth, saying, Hospital, well, you'll never guess what. Hotel. Yeah, you'll never guess what. We've had to stay, we've had to pay for an extra flight. We'll let you know. So, that'll do. Let's see how she ends this one. The next time I'll speak to you will be from the Middle East. See you later. Love you lots. Bye. The end. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.